I was like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to make money. No, I was broke for almost three years, <laughs> struggling, trying to pay my bills and not understanding why is it that I'm working on this website for 12 hours a day and it's not working for me. And once right. I understood that I had to invest in my knowledge and I had to change my mindset, then is when things started happening for me. Welcome to Fascinating Entrepreneurs. How do people end up becoming an entrepreneur? How do they scale and grow their businesses? How do they plan for profit? Are they in it for life or are they building to exit? These and a myriad of other topics will be discussed to pull back the veil on the wizardry of successful and fascinating entrepreneurs. My book, Relentless, is now available everywhere books can be bought online, including Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. Try your local indie bookstore too, and if they don't have it, they can order it. Just ask them. The reviews are streaming in, and I'm so thankful for the positive feedback, as well as hearing from people that my memoir has impacted them positively. It is not enough to be resilient. You have to be relentless. You can go to therelentlessbook.com for more information. Thank you so much. Cielo Salas started Blend TW from her couch and since then has built a powerful platform that supports college students in America with their content and products. We talk about how she went from working in the media to this endeavor, what her strategy was for selling $100,000 worth of products through affiliate marketing, and how she taught herself SEO that resulted in building a massive audience. Now let's get right into it. So Blunty Dudley is a media company. We have a publication and marketing agency, and it specifically is a publication target for college students in the U.S. Our mission is to make college life easier and smarter. Beautiful. I just interviewed someone who has a company called Greek University, and he has a lot of speakers that go out to colleges and such. Do you know that company? Yeah, I actually, yes, I'm very familiar with them. Small world. Great. And so now tell us, where did this come from? Yeah. So I was working at CNN as a TV journalist. So my background is in media. I started my career in BC as a page in the page program. I work in the Today Show and then I got hired by CNN. And the idea of creating Blunty W really came to my mind when I had reached the point of my career where I was done covering heart news. It takes a toll on your mental health covering a lot of heart news. And I wanted to focus on a different type of storytelling. Also, I was just a little bit disappointed by the lack of diversity in news coverage of these big networks. So I decided to quit my job in television and make a change in the media by launching a website focused on grassroots journalism. That is how Blendy W, which stands for Blend the World, was born. Amazing. And how long ago was that? That was in 2017. It's so crazy. It's going to be almost six years. Pre-pandemic. And what happened during the pandemic? That is when we stopped seeing this just as a creative idea because I didn't create this to make money. We just wanted to make a difference and really give a space for young people to be able to open up about their struggles and issues related to mental health, guns in America, all these uncomfortable topics that are so important to address. And then during the pandemic, one of our stories just went viral and we started seeing organically a lot of traction. So that's when I was like, I am going to dedicate my life to this because I think that there's something so powerful here. And 
Yeah. And we really went from having 10,000 readers per month to having 10,000 readers per day. What was the story that went viral? It was about mental health. We had a series about suicide prevention and a student from a specific school. I don't want to <laughs> enclose that, but you can go online and there's a specific series that you can go because the students that submit these stories to us, a lot of the times they don't want to actually show their faces or specifically just say their names. But this student specifically opened up about their struggle, like living with mental health issues and how like she felt lonely. So I think a lot of people identify with that. And especially during COVID where people were basically in lockdown and that is specifically story went viral. A lot of people, I think, especially young people resonated. Right. With that. I think everyone could resonate with that actually, especially yeah. through the pandemic. So switching gears, what was your strategy for SEO that resulted in building a massive audience? Yeah, Absolutely. So specifically for us, since we organically already had attraction because of the stories that we were putting out there, what we started doing is we started doing a lot of keyword research and just heavily understanding what our audience wanted. So we took about five months to implement an SEO strategy. And then it was a mix of just understanding like through keyword research, what topics our audience was interested about and then creating a strategy and put content out there. And it's specifically eat content, which stands for authority and then content that really our audience was going to resonate and it was going to be helpful. Yeah. Once we started doing that, we started seeing so much traction. 70% of our traffic comes from Google and 30% comes from Pinterest right now. Oh, wow. Pinterest. So were you using a digital marketing company to work with you with your SEO? No, I did it all on my own. I became the SEO expert. I truly believe in the power of investing in knowledge and doing it yourself. Now I have a bigger team, but when I started, it was just me from my couch trying to do this, working 12 hours a day, not seeing one penny for almost three years. But I believed in this so much that I made it happen. Yes, I did hire someone in the SEO space. He is someone that has already built so many websites. And yeah, and I worked with him for over a year to develop that SEO strategy. And I had to become the SEO expert. Is he a member of your team internally or is this? No, he's not. He's outside. His name is Mike Pearson. A lot of people in the SEO space knows him. He has a course, it's called Stupid Simple SEO. He's just incredible. That's great. Yeah. Everyone listen to that. We'll put that in the notes. <laughs> and so you also sold over a hundred thousand dollars worth of products yeah. through affiliate marketing. Was that through your site? Yeah, it was through our site. So a lot of the times what we do is we do listings to specifically recommendations to students about specific products. It can be laptops. Like right now, for example, we're working on an ultimate guide list for back to school essentials. So one of our biggest ways to monetize our website is through Amazon Associates. On December only, we basically made over 200K just on that affiliate marketing program, which is crazy to think about. Affiliate marketing is a whole world in and of itself. And I see a lot of media outlets leaning on it for revenue because it's hard to run a publishing company. And I was surprised to really realize that like USA Today and New York Times with Wirecutter, they are hauling in as much revenue from anywhere and everywhere they can get it, including this affiliate marketing. And 
So when you say you brought in a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars, mm-hmm. is the gross revenue, right? So yeah. as an affiliate, your take home is various. It depends. Yeah, it's, um, for Amazon Associates, it depends on the category, the product, but usually it's about anything from eight to ten percent. Still, anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. Affiliate marketer. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to make an extra hundred thousand dollars, look into that seriously. And it's just one, right? There's so many out there. Like for example, Bluehost, which is one that we started using. Bluehost pays you $65 for each referral. I know a lot of bloggers that are making over 200K just from one affiliate program, which is so crazy. I use them and associates. Obviously, it needs to make sense to your audience, right? Because you need to provide value. That's what this is all about. Have you ever thought that you should write a book, that you should write the story of your life to help other people learn from your experience? Please go to memoirsherpa.com and learn how I can help you write, figure out your publishing path, and market your story, your memoir, to a bestseller status. I was on your site today, and this does not have to do with affiliate marketing, but it has to do with ads. Yeah. Frank and Eileen ad came up on your site and Uh I was like, what the heck? That's $300 for a sweatshirt. That is not a target market for the college, but I guess it's following me, right? Yes. That's (laughs) what it does. It follows you. If you're the one visiting, they know. So we monetized our site through AdThrive. I don't know if you've heard about it, but AdThrive and Mediavine are the top two ad networks that everyone wants to be part of. And it's just been life-changing for us. Yeah. And they're really good at optimizing the ads. They do all the work, <laughs> the back end. That's all them. Yeah. So it wasn't your site that Frank and Eileen, which is a very upscale, basically t-shirt or sweatshirt yeah. company for women. They are not following you. They're following the user. Okay. Yeah, that's all the user always. Let's talk about your team at Blend. Yes. What is it comprised of today? Yeah, we have five different people. We have an account manager, a senior media coordinator. I have a producer for, because we have a podcast. I have a senior social manager, but it also does a lot of executive work. And yeah, we're about to launch an e-commerce brand, which I've been working on this for five, super excited. Yeah, so now right now, and then we have about 10 freelance writers. Yes, that work okay. because we need to put content out there. And what we've done is like we hire college students. We want to give them the opportunity for That's them so to great. write and at the same time make money. I wish I've had that job when I was in college studying journalism. Yeah. So we have now 10 and they're incredible. They're so passionate. And it just makes sense because that's the type of content we write about. Like I'm not a college student, so I don't know what's going on out there. So in scaling and growing your company, are you looking at putting in a C-suite team or middle management? And if so, when? I am looking at different options. Right now, I think I probably do that starting next year. What I'm focused right now is we're launching this commerce. We don't know exactly how much money is going to make. And then really after, I think at the end of the year, we'll have a better picture because that's another stream of income altogether. Just e-commerce, right. a whole new different monster. What and will then you be just selling? For- I'm going to be selling, it's going to be apparel for college students. So what we've done is since we already are selling to Amazon thousands of dollars every month, we've seen the top products their students are buying. So we've actually have so much data and we've used the data to create these products. 
that honestly, I decided to get into this commerce space because I was making 200K, 300K to Amazon monthly. And I'm like, okay, I think it's time to get into the e-commerce space. Yeah. And a lot of students do. Your Mm -hmm. own line? Yeah. Our own line. Yes. So that means are you sourcing manufacturers and designers? Oh, yes. It, that's been my life for the past. I've been oh braiding that for the past five months. I've just been working with so many companies in China and Mexico, trying to figure it out. That's been my number one thing right now. Like right now, thank God I have an incredible team. They've been managing the publication, but I've just been so focused on the e-commerce brand. I just read in Entrepreneur Magazine about a college-based apparel brand that I think they bought for $16,000. Yeah. And they had to revamp the whole thing. And I can't remember. I think they're at 40 million now. Yeah. There's your future. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's also a matter of providing them value. And yeah, I've had so much fun doing this. It's a lot of work, but it's just been so interesting to me to enter a whole new different space. And the way I do it, because honestly, unlike on other media companies and colleagues that I have that they just went and raised a lot of money. I started as a grassroots project from my couch. My company has been growing organically and it's been a slow growth just the way I love it. So for me, every time I get into a new space, what I do is just I hire a coach in that space and I work with that person for five, six months get all that knowledge and then I do a strategy. So I don't break in any market without a strategy these days. It's so important because I struggle so much in the beginning. I'm really honest. When I first started, I thought I knew. I was like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to make money. No, I was broke for almost three years, (laughs) struggling, trying to pay my bills and not understanding why is it that I'm working on this website for 12 hours a day and it's not working for me. And once I understood that I had to invest in my knowledge and I had to change my mindset, then is when things started happening for me. Absolutely. But you also have the bruises that any entrepreneur has. So welcome to the club. Yay! (laughs) What is your current biggest challenge in your business today? My current biggest challenge is that I think that sometimes I want to be oversee everything because that's the way I am. And it really took me a while to realize that, no, I need to trust my team and I need to be able to delegate work for the hardest time because this was my baby it was the hardest thing but it got to a point that I was like no I need to be able to delegate I need to be able to trust my team I need to give them incredible training so they know exactly what they have to do so to me that was a challenge like this year now that we're about to launch a whole new commerce brand I need to hire more people And that's the thing. It's I have all the knowledge. I have to be able to give them extraordinary training. So once that store takes off, because we're going to be selling it Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, Shopify store, they need to know exactly what they have to be doing. Yeah. So that's been a struggle, I think. Have you landed a deal with Walmart for your... Not yet. We are in talks. They first want to see numbers, just as any other company. And so to us, it's just, we're going to start in Amazon and then in our Shopify store, which we're already selling digital products. And then obviously they want to see your numbers in Amazon. And then we're going to hopefully be able to sell there, but it's a process. Yes. It is a process. So is that your number one strategy for growth for the rest of this year? Yes. For the rest of this year, my end goal with Blunt TW is to create a production company that has always been to train but it's also been very realistic for that. You need money and you need time, right? Because I think my passion and the one thing that 
gives me life is just storytelling, to be able to connect with people, to tell their stories. The reason why we enter the e-commerce space is because we saw such a big opportunity and I love it. We want to make it grow, create our own brand, but ultimately too, we want to make sure that we allocate those resources to create a production company, which is really going to focus on human stories to creating content that is going to make the internet a safer space, especially for our youth, because that is what I'm very passionate about. So would you keep your productions within your blend TW yeah. brand? Yes, everything yes. together. Okay. Great. I don't doubt that you will make it happen. <laughs> and are you looking for partners or resources to help grow your business? At this time, no. A lot of people have actually reached out to me. Hey, are you selling your website? That's what happens when Too they start soon. seeing a lot of traction in one website. They get very curious. No, I truly believe in this. And you know what? Entrepreneurship is not a straight line. You probably know this. For every highlight and for every thing that is actually working your business, there's five or six things that are not working and aren't going well. It's honestly just part of the journey. But I take so much pride in the work that I do that to me, I just see myself doing this for the next 10 years. For more information, go to the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. Want to know more about me? Go to my website, officialnatashamiller.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you loved the show. If you did, please subscribe. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please leave a review where you're listening to this podcast now. I'm Natasha Miller, and you've been listening to Fascinating Entrepreneurs.